This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, I'm Sumiko Tan, executive editor of The Straits Times. Welcome to the Lunch with Sumiko podcast series, where I get up close with newsmakers over lunch and a selfie. So kick back, relax, and eavesdrop on my conversations with them. It is in Singapore's interest to have a strong opposition in Parliament. Don't hold back, but proceed fearlessly if your motives are to advance the interests of Singapore and Singaporeans. Nothing to be afraid of. Lanjit Pritam Singh is at his new Leader of the Opposition Office in Parliament House. It is a well-lit space with some interesting photographs hanging on the wall. In last year's general election, Mr Singh's Workers' Party won 10 seats in three constituencies. Speaking after the results, Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong said Mr Singh will be formally appointed Leader of the Opposition. He'll be given staff support, resources to carry out this role and also a salary. Mr Singh says Speaker of Parliament Tan Chuan Jin had shown him two rooms as his possible office. He chose the smaller one as it fitted him better, he said. For lunch, he has asked for a tuna sandwich from Subway, which I buy from Funan Mall. His secretary kindly provides us coffee and tea. What is your leadership style like within your own party? So, so the Workers' Party, um, we, we work as a team. And so if you work as a team, then the leadership style obviously has to tends to lean towards a consensual approach. But uh, there's a time to be consensual and there's a time to uh, you know, uh, be firm. You have said that WP's brand of opposition is a reasonable one. Yeah. Is that the way you phrase it? I think it, it's really a, um, uh, it's continuing the framing uh, which Mr. Lau gave the party of a rational, responsible, respectable opposition. And, and, and I think that is um, the flavour which Singaporeans can accept uh, for an opposition party. What do you say to you know, people who, who say that this is not enough? It's, it's something that we have to respect. I think people are entitled to say that no, it should be a lot more uh, um, combative. But ultimately, the party has to uh, make a cold, hard calculation as to what is required to ensure that the opposition grows from strength to strength, bearing in mind what is the threshold uh, that Singaporeans can accept. Of, uh, of an opposition in Singapore. Right. What is the sort of growth you, you, you hope to achieve? I'm not angling for a particular destination. I think the real objective always has to be to get good, credible people to join the party. And then whatever happens after that, it's really in the hands of the public. Do you, do you think the type of people you're attracting has changed? You need, you need a broad uh, you know, spectrum of people with different strengths to, to bring a whole organisation forward. Um, and I think if we can continue bringing that broad spectrum of people, I, I think it's okay. That's what we're looking for. Can I ask you about you know, your views on how COVID has been tackled in mm. Singapore? Uh, the government has, on its own accord, come out and said that there are things that they could have done better. I'll suspend judgment, but uh, we'll, there'll definitely be a long conversation about this uh, when the pandemic is over, stretching from uh, how we, uh, the attitudes we have towards foreign workers. And this is not solely a PAP problem. It's a society issue. Um, we have to look at uh, manpower policies, uh, foreign manpower policies, 
and a whole range of other issues that have come up, privacy concerns and, and so on and so forth. You know, as a minority party in Parliament, I mean, how are you all treated? Do you set ground rules for your MPs on what to raise? Parliament is, is an open forum. Uh, so I'm, I think depending on the issues, some of us, including myself, have sometimes been on what I would call the short end of the stick. Uh, at other times, we've given as good as we've uh, received. Uh, and that's the nature of Parliament. We've released our own rules of prudence. The approach generally is don't hold back, but proceed fearlessly if your motives are to advance the interests of Singapore and Singaporeans. There's nothing to be afraid of. And if you get browbeaten or if you get brickbats thrown away, I mean, you must come back to what were your motives. And if your motives were genuine and sincere, there's nothing to worry about. But it must be grounded in facts. That's right. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you don't want to just shoot from the hip, uh, which is something that can happen to the best of us. Um, but I, more importantly, I think motive has to be a genuine and a sincere one that is rooted in what uh, the man on the street is concerned about. And I think if that is brought out there in a reasoned fashion, uh, then there's nothing to fear. Right. Thanks very much for having lunch. No problem. Take care. Thank you so much for your time. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Lunch with Sumiko, a podcast series by The Straits Times. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Check out my previous interviews with newsmakers and don't forget to subscribe to Lunch with Sumiko on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.